You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, happy Wednesday, everyone. Uh, This week, we're talking about the kind of legacy that we want to leave with our lives. And yesterday, we talked about what the Bible says when it comes to writing your legacy. If you want to leave something behind with your life, that will outlast your life. If you want to leave a mark that will never go up in smoke, a mark that will remain long after you're gone, the Bible says it comes down to three primary things. 1 Corinthians 13, 13. And now these three remain. Hear that word, remain. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Have you ever wondered why love is the greatest? Because while you can leave behind a legacy of faith, hope, and love after you die, love is the only one of those three qualities that's going with you to the other side beyond the grave. If you had faith in Jesus Christ in this life, you won't need any faith when you get to heaven because you'll see him face to face. When you get to heaven, you won't need any hope because there's no pain, no tears, no no sickness, no death in heaven. But heaven is filled with love because God is love, just as we see in Jesus. That's why the greatest of these three primary things is love. It is the supreme legacy any of us can leave with our lives. When you think of Tiger Woods, you think of golf. When you think of Beyonce, you think of great music. When you think of John Grisham, you think of novels. And you know what I wonder? I wonder how many people, when they think of me, when they think of you, synonymously think of love. When our kids were little, we we took them to Disneyland in Anaheim one time, the most expensive, I mean, happiest place on earth. And some of you know what this is, but it seemed like everyone on the planet decided to go to Disneyland that same day. And by the end of the day, after waiting in Disneyland lines and fighting Disneyland crowds and paying Disneyland prices, I was just numb. You've heard of an out-of-body experience. I was having an out-of-money experience. And we got to the bus stop right outside the gates, the shuttle bus to take us back to our hotel. There was a pretty good sized group of people waiting to board. And I knew looking at the, it was probably more people than there was space on the bus. So I had one kid in one hand, Barbara had another in one hand, and I scooted on as fast as I could when that bus pulled up and found some empty seats for us in the front of the bus as the entire bus filled up to standing room only. Well, a few moments later, a couple got on the bus. He was carrying like a 10, maybe 12-month-old little girl in his arms, but the seats were all gone. And do you know what I was thinking? Sure glad I got here first. (laughs) This seat feels so comfortable. I'm not moving. And I was just basking in this universe called Gene. And just then, the guy seated across the aisle from me, who was also sitting with his family, said to the man with the little baby, hey, why don't you take my seat? And the man with the baby said, oh, no, that's okay. The guy said, no. I would feel so much better if you were sitting down while you held something so precious. I felt so small and self-absorbed. You see, sometimes I don't love very well. The Apostle Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 13, 1, If I speak in human or angelic tongues but do not have love, I'm only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal, clanging cymbal. I mean, if I have speaking abilities that can mesmerize thousands of people, if I master 20 foreign languages, if I become known as a great communicator but I don't love, everything I say is just a cacophony of noise. He continues in verse 2, If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, he, he's saying, if I, if I graduate 
magna cum laude. If I have so many degrees after my name, they call me a thermometer. If I have the Bible memorized and can split theological hairs 20 different ways, but I don't love, I'm nothing. Then he says, if I have faith that can move mountains, but have not love, I'm nothing. In other words, if I don't love all that I say, all that I believe, all the spiritual convictions I hold are useless. He continues in verse three, if I give everything I own to the poor, I mean, in other words, I can give extravagant amounts of money away to important causes and broken world in need, but if I do it for prestige or power or out of pressure or guilt, and then he continues, and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe and what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. So to sum it up, God says, I can have the eloquence of an orator, the knowledge of a genius, the faith of a miracle worker the generosity of a philanthropist, and the dedication of a martyr burned at the stake for telling people about Jesus. But if I don't leave a legacy of love, it all adds up to a big fat zero. So let me challenge you with this thought today. Do the actions in your daily life reflect what you want to be known for? How would those closest to you describe you? And how would the people in a crowded bus leaving Disneyland describe you? those people that you'll only come across once in your lifetime. Heavenly Father, these are provocative questions. And we realize we can be great at a lot of things, but if we don't love, it adds up to nothing. So help us to lead lives that add up to something of significance as we love others in our homes, in our neighborhoods, in our workplaces, in our schools, as we love people who need Jesus and we lift our prayers in his name and for his sake. Amen. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you tomorrow.